0: Good morning to you wherever you are in the world. I'm Johnny Emerson. I'm joined this morning by Bruce Adams. Good morning, Bruce. How are you this morning? Good morning. Yeah, doing well. Healthy
1: alive, you know,
0: yourself. I'm not bad, although I do have a little bit of a it's, a, it's really odd. I actually have I, I feel like I strained my back and I don't know how I did. You ever have that problem where you you'd like pull a muscle or something? And you don't know how you did it. I mean, usually I, I, I know how I pulled a muscle. Generally, but you know that's this me. one. Yeah, this one I don't know. I, I'm legitimately perplexed about this one. I, I don't know because it's a muscle that I don't think I've ever pulled before, and it's it's not the top of my back. It's not the lower back. It's right in the middle, and I don't think I've ever pulled that muscle before. And I don't know how I did it. I really don't know how I did it. Hmm? I don't know.
1: I can't say I've ever had that happen. I, I think you're just getting old and you slept
0: wrong. No, no, because it was fine. And then I, I was I was at the gym. I must have done something there that I wasn't supposed to do. Or I, I overextended myself or, or something, something. I, I did something there because it wasn't that way when I got there. And then at the end of my workout, it started hurting. Mm-hmm. So, you know how you kind of wind down, you get out of that, you know, adrenaline phase. And it's like, yeah. ow, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Really interesting. I don't know. It's not bad. Like, it's it's not a... It's just like a, it's a it's a strain. It's not something that I pulled or, or something like that. So, I'm yeah, it's not a constant pain. It's only if I do if I'm in like a specific position where it hurts. But anyway, um, we are going to have Marty for a second day today. Can you believe it? Back to back days. So we're not doing any room 101 stuff today. We're going to be a little bit more serious. And we're going to talk about some UK stuff today because we've been neglecting what's going on in the UK. So we're going to cover a lot of things going on over there today. But that'll be later on this afternoon with him this morning. What do you have? You have something interesting on uh, the whole Hunter Biden thing. And this is what's perplexing to me. Well, I mean, it's perplexing to me how how obvious it is and nothing's being done about it. I mean, it's out in the open. Tech companies are taking down everything that's relating Hunter Biden to Foreign dealings—it's all coming down. They're freezing accounts. They—they they even froze uh, what's her name, uh, Kaylee McEnany's account for something of that nature. Trump's campaign account has been frozen because of it, uh, and and numerous others. So, what do you have on the Hunter Biden thing?
1: So, it was released here recently. Was it yesterday, the day before there was a, a breaking article that basically um, a repair shop, computer resha- a computer repair shop had been given a laptop uh, with water damage, uh, to repair. And, uh, the, the guy that dropped it off did not, um, give any other information or any of that, like no way to contact him or anything. He just dropped it off and left. Didn't pay for the repairs or anything, and the the guy said he tried to contact him or figure out a way to contact this guy, and uh, there was there was no way to contact him. Well, um, so he went about kind of snooping around on the on the system and, and whatnot, and uh, turns out he found um, videos, photographs, uh, emails, all kinds of stuff that was Hunter Biden, and they they also said the um, laptop had a uh, a sticker on there uh, for Bo Biden. Uh, his charity fund or whatever, or his charity, you know, that uh, Biden started uh, for, for his son that mm-hmm. passed away. Well, it turns out some of the photographs and stuff and videos are him, him having sex with an unidentified female, doing hard drugs. Uh, the email was from a- These Ukrainian are photos on the laptop? Photos and videos on the laptop, wow. uh, on, the, on the hard drive. It's also, uh, has an emails from an oligarch, the oligarch that he, uh, did business with there at, um, Burisma. And, uh, it, the oligarch was thanking him for introducing him to his father. Um, and it was a pleasant meal and all that. He was very nice, blah, 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 all that stuff. So, um, basically alleging that, um, Joe Biden and Hunter Biden had a meal together with the oligarch that. Supposedly, Joe Biden didn't actually meet. Anyway, all that to say, this hard drive was then given to the FBI, and a copy the 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 repair shop guy took a copy of it and sent it to Rudy Giuliani's personal lawyer, um, and sent it to them as well. And in the process, that was just released, you know, within the last few days to New York Post. Uh, New York Post. Then had their account frozen or locked for posting that article on Twitter, and they're being heavily throttled on Facebook. Uh, and anybody that's reposting this article is also having their accounts locked and throttled on Facebook. now, when you when you look at the details on this and you look at it, it looks like the laptop was probably stolen or something on those lines. And the person that was dropping
0: it off was, a whistleblower, and oh, I it's, see. It's kind of so what it feels like. to protect their and to protect yeah. their identity. I, I see what you're saying. So yeah. to protect themselves yeah. from any exposure, someone either yeah. found it or it was given to someone who anonymously dropped it off at a. But then again, what? Okay, why would you do that though? Like I, I don't I don't understand. Why wouldn't you uh, anonymously leave it at I don't know? Um, you know the the feet of say like the New York Post, for example. Why wouldn't you leave it with them? Well, here's here's the thing. He probably, the whistleblower, it's
1: very possible that this person that found this laptop, it was like discarded in somewhere such as uh, he found it in a lake or something like that. You know, it could have, I mean, you, you don't really know. You know, oh, I mean, yes, you know, I can't tell you how many times.
0: Yeah, I can't tell you, Bruce, how many times I've gone to a lake and I've just found a laptop uh, that's, that's just laying there. And when I open it up and I start digging through it, I find the vice president's son going through drugs and, and women and and seeing videos and photos and all that stuff. And just so happens the guy's son who has the foreign dealings the the guy himself, his father's also running for president of the United States. I mean, right now, not like he did before, but right now, it, like I
1: said, it, it could have been it could have been stolen. And in the process, the the guy that stole it, dumped it somehow somewhere to pick up later. And it could have involved uh, being dumped into a, a pond or or something. I, I'm i just throwing out ideas here because I literally don't know how this guy came about getting this. the The shop owner said he could not. Confirm that the the identity of the person that dropped it off he doesn't know who it is, and turns out this shop owner is a Trump supporter um, he's somebody that that voted for Trump, so there is a possibility that this is all just a deep fake, and they are really, really well done videos and photographs of of Hunter Biden, or they're actually legit photos and videos and emails and um, well, we know he's got a Trump there's Trump just a history anyway yes. We do. The thing is, is this all fits into alignment with what we would expect to see, if you will. This is this all it it fits it within the narrative. It It's all plausible. I think this is real. Personally, I think it's real. I think the story about how the laptop was acquired is a cover uh, to hide the whistleblower. I think I think it was a whistleblower that that gave it. And he's um Uh, Yeah, Uh, I I think it's just to protect his identity. And the 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 shop owner has said he's actually afraid for his life and for his family's life, because, I mean, if this is real, you're messing with an oligarch and you're messing with a deep state. Uh, So, oh, and by the way, uh, this was acquired back in December. So you Uh, you remember it's October. Yeah, mm -hmm, right. December of last year. (laughs) So. So why now? The, the The feds have been sitting on it for that long uh, I without see. anything. And I see. Giuliani, his lawyer, just released it because the feds aren't releasing any information about it and are sitting on it. And yeah. So, I mean, it does look like a quote unquote October surprise. The media and the um, um, social media both are trying to hide this and bury it. Again, like I said, the, the story doesn't seem legit as far as how it was acquired, but, yeah, but the data up, on the
0: drive like, seems. They could come accurate. up with something if it's if this was the October surprise. I mean, they could come up with something better than that, don't you think? I mean, that's that's kind of stuff we already knew anyway. I don't think this was an October surprise in the sense
1: of I, I think this was just something else to pile on because I legitimately think the FBI is corrupt. Whether or not the well, head of the FBI currently is corrupt, I think there are people in place that are corrupt. Uh, because the, the the one the head of the FBI right now is a
0: Trump's appointee and and the average may rank not and know file. anything that's going on. Yeah, the average rank and file FBI agent. I mean, they're just trying to do their job, but it's the upper. I, I want to say it's like the the upper floor, <laughs> right? Like the, the I don't want to say it's like no, you know, I, I, I'm hesitant to use that term because that was a that was a booklet that my church used to put out when, when I was a kid. So it's not like, and those were good people. So, I mean, you can't. Yeah, but no, but uh, it's, I, I think that's an accurate analogy, though. It's the, it's yeah, it the upper management of FBI. I think that's the, the problematic ones. It is. All right. You got anything else on that? That's an interesting story. So what, what's the Biden campaign saying? Are they saying anything about this? I did hear Biden give a uh, a, a clip, uh, like an audio snippet earlier. And it was just when I was toying around through going through a feed in, uh, in Telegram. And it was Biden being asked the question, why, why is Biden always standing in front of like a helicopter or a jet engine when he's giving an, an interview? Why? why? That's, that's ridiculous. C- can he not give an interview after he's giving a speech to an empty stage? He'd be happy to talk to a reporter or give him somebody to talk to. He's asking a question. The reporter's asking a question. He says, uh, what involvement did you have in your son's foreign dealings, foreign business dealings? And he said his response was simple. He says, I, I don't know anything about anything having to do with my foreign, my son's foreign dealings. That's pretty much the stance he's been
1: taking over the years. Um is that his campaign did come out and say basically these are false. That's basic. You know, they the, the typical basic run of the mill. These are, these are false allegations. That is the marching mantra, isn't it? Deny, deflect, deny, deflect, redirect. Oh, uh, here, here we go. This is this is what the Biden campaign has said. That's right. Okay. Uh, yeah. The Biden campaign has said no such meeting was scheduled. Uh, specifically referring to the meeting of the Ukrainian energy head which was the oligarch and the uh, uh the president or the vice president and his son ironically you know i i, I don't know about you typically if you're if you're going to have a shady business dealing you know you're going to do business with an oligarch I, I yeah i don't know that i would post that on the on the uh, publicly available schedule um you know the official roster there. I, I don't know that I would put it there. Um, I, I think I would keep that under wraps. Uh, so you could say this was not a meeting that we had scheduled. Uh, yeah, kind of just for just for clarification there. So
0: yeah, I, I could I could kind of see that. That's that's a that's a bad thing. Of course, it, it wouldn't be as simple as erasing all the data on a laptop or deleting everything on a phone, right? Wouldn't be as simple as that. All right. uh, Let's jump over to some election stuff, shall we? Since we are kind of, you know, following and tracking the election line there. Utah. Okay. A county is mailing over 13,000 ballots with missing signature lines. We don't need signatures, do we? We we don't need to verify that that's you. No, of course not. Of course, what could possibly go wrong? What could possibly go wrong? Utah are missing the critical area for signatures on mail-in ballots. Uh, Election county officials or excuse me county election officials confirmed this week uh, it's they're calling it a a, a printing error a, a ballot printing error is mm. what they're calling it mm. just just so happens that 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 crucial thing was just it was just left off there it was it's an error you ah, see just just it's a, it's a minor thing i mean it's just like all the printing errors they had in new
1: york and oh what about that and texas they had that um, uh, Scheme that they uncovered anywhere from 700,000 ballots could have been harvested. Yeah, that's not a big deal, right? 700,000. No, that's not, I mean, it's not, not like problem, it was a million or anything.
0: No, and it's not like the, it's not like a, a you know, county mayor or, or excuse me, a city mayor or a, um, well, it's a matter of fact, it'd be two city mayors in this case uh, from different parts of the country were charged with over 100 counts of, of voter fraud and mail fraud and because of mail and voting. It couldn't be some, something like that. Nothing. No, it couldn't yeah. be anything like that at all. Uh, as I said, it was a ballot printing error in uh, San Pete County in Utah, and it resulted in a blank flap on 13,500 ballots, and it should have included voter affidavit and signature lines. But it does not, and of course they've put out a, a response. They've they've made a public statement. They say this is certainly not the kind of start you want to have. Well, the ballots are already out there, so I mean it's it's kind of um, it's, got, it's kind of important, you know, it, it kind of it kind of like um, horses out the barn door already, isn't it? You can't put the bullet back in the gun after you fired it. it. It doesn't work like that. Mail-in ballots in Utah are required to be signed by the person who was voting before the ballot can be counted. This is official like this is the law. According to the Pete County clerk on Sunday, Sandy Neal, the omission was that an error had occurred at the printing facility. Gee, I wonder who was responsible for that at that printing facility. Voters are directed to sign the back of the perforated two-inch by four-inch section of their return envelope. The printer who made the error will soon be sending a note card to voters with detailed instructions, and I'm sure that they will follow those instructions to the letter. I'm sure they will. There was no space for that. That's why they didn't put it on there. There was no space for it. Uh, a lot of us are pretty worried about it. This is a quote from uh, uh, this is a quote from uh, uh, the county clerk out there. Um, a lot of us are pretty worried about it. It's nothing we've ever seen before, but oddly, it just happens this time. Uh, we've always had to sign the exteriors, but see, now they don't. Now they don't. Why? Because every vote counts. Every vote counts. Well, we're, we're also seeing in other
1: uh, locations and districts and states that uh, basically um, they've said, no, nah, we're not going to include um, having to have signatures or you know po- um, uh, postal stamps and all that stuff, right? Um to to continue counting the vote, and you know who's uh who's ruling that to be the case, uh federal judges that have been appointed by Obama or Clinton.
0: Hmm, kind of hmm. ironic, isn't it? Is that the seventh? Is that the seventh circuit, or is that no? Yeah, it's, 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 a, a nice it's,
1: circuit. it's one of those circuits. <laughs> is it the? It's the lower
0: those. courts, though. Yeah, it's the lower courts. Yeah, okay. Which, mm-hmm. uh, to be fair, Trump's replaced a lot of those. He he's replaced a lot of them. I think he's replaced like uh he's replaced like three hundred judges. I think. In total, didn't replace. He filled uh, oh, those he filled. places
1: were okay. open. Yeah, so the the judges. Yeah, all the vacancies? other past Obama left three hundred and fifty vacancies. Yes, um, and that's where that's where Biden is saying um, he's packing the courts and everything. No, Obama left those vacancies and he's just refilling the vacancies. So no,
0: anyway, and he just so happens now, if he was filling those vacancies with left wing hacks, you wouldn't be hearing any of this. No. Oh, no, there
1: wouldn't be any problems. They would be saying he he appointed very good judges for those locations and blah, 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 blah. You know how it is.
0: Uh, Key battleground states don't require signature matchings on mail-in ballots. Some signature match rules have been struck down. Others repealed by election officials. So see, your signature doesn't have to match, right? It doesn't matter. Just put an X on there. It's all you need. Or you can do what some people do uh, in the U.S. when you sign for the little credit card at the uh, point of sale. Just write Mickey Mouse on there. And, and it accepts it. Does anyone even bother to ask whether these things are secure or not? You can dispute those charges with your credit card company if it's not your signature. Election rules in multiple key battleground states permit voters to, sub- or to submit mail-in and absentee ballots I love how they're trying to tie the two together without having their signatures checked to ensure the vote is valid. But see, if you want to apply for a passport... That, that's what's funny about this. If you want to apply for a passport, if your signature is a half a millimeter outside of that box that they provide, then they have the ability to reject the entire application just based on that. And you don't get a refund of whatever it is. It's like 100. You just got a, you just got your passport. What how much did you pay for it? God, I don't remember now. It was like it's 140 been, or something. Uh, I'm wanting to say I had to pay over 200, 200. OK, yeah, that's right. Because you had to rush it. But yeah. The uh, the thing is, the comparison I was making was, is that if you get your signature a half a millimeter outside of that box, they reserve the right to reject that, that and they don't give you your money back. They'll just send you your your Social Security card and your and whatever else back your ID back. And that's it. But you don't have to sign your ballot to vote for President United. No, you don't have to do that. You don't have to show ID to vote. You have to show ID to buy whiteout. You have to show ID to buy a can of spray paint. You have to show ID to buy tell cough medicine? But no, you don't have to do that to uh, to vote for president of the United States. It's absurd. It's absurd. Five states that have historically been competitive in presidential races—North Carolina, Iowa, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, and New Hampshire—do not require signature matching for mailed voting forms. In some cases, election uh, state officials have explicitly codified that rule. Uh, In August, the executive director of North Carolina State Board of Elections wrote in a memo to all local county boards that voter signatures shall not be compared with the voter signature on file because this is not required by the North Carolina law. Well, then I think you need to change the law because I think you should have matching signatures. But then again, that means you're going to have to employ a whole bunch of people to sit down and compare signatures if there's any kind of funny business going on. Right. So that's a lot of payroll. But anyway, I I really don't want to get into all this election crap this morning, even though we just talked a little bit about it. I wanted to ask you something else. Uh, and this is a conversation we were having offline earlier. Did I hear you correctly? Because we talk about weird and obscure stuff here on, on the morning show sometimes. And we talk about a lot of space travel and a lot of science stuff, tech stuff and all that stuff. But something you said this morning really stood out to me. Did I hear you correctly when I heard you say that they're trying to create a, a black hole? Yeah. So basically,
1: they're, they're using the t Collider. Um, just so and- we're clear, you know what black holes actually do, right? Yeah. Yeah. But. Um, keep in mind that this is we're talking uh the the black hole is in nanometer size the i mean it's it's very very tiny and basically what happens is is they create it and the um they're they're hoping that this will function more akin to like um a wormhole, in the sense of they'll be able to send. Uh, basically, they're trying to use this as a, a gateway to communicate with the multiverse. They're they're trying to see if they can get a response from the multiverse, basically, by doing this. The, I mean, this is
0: not like some Tom Cruise Scientology stuff.
1: No, it, it's not. It, it's um, it, it it's more akin to uh string theory and the idea that the there there's multiple universes, if you will. Uh, our universe exists because of other universes impacting with one another. There, there's like a harmonics, a vibration, if you will, and the um, think of like an instrument, right? And the, the a string instrument, and the the strings vibrating, and the strings coming together and impacting each other, and that impact point deposits. Um, energy and material and creates a whole new string. If you will, it's kind of on those lines and creates a whole new uh, universe pocket, whatever you want to call it. I I don't know that it necessarily creates an entire string. It could be that the strings are other dimensions, and they impacted with one another, creating a new universe. Um, but basically, the idea is there's probably multiple universes out there. Um, there's also the idea of a, uh, a multiverse um, or, or even just the idea that um, slight very basically that every Did single you know, possibility Einstein, that go didn't Einstein theorized theorize about this.
0: Maybe I am not up on uh, up on all of his theories. Um, it's it was a, but- it was a thing that would it was uh, and th- I think they made kind of like a sci-fi. Uh, X-Files of the New Age kind of TV show out of it. I think it was called Fringe, where you had like two different worlds, but they were almost identical, but they were slightly different. And everything was based on what you said, resonance and harmonics. And it was about whether or not, I mean, the the theory is, is that, and I've heard this theory before, uh, apart from a TV show, a sci-fi TV show, it's where each of us are we, you know, we have like duplicates in other uh, universes that are identical to ours, but the slightly different part. And the, the difference comes in the choices that we make. And it each choice that we make leads us down another line of um, a, a different reality, if you will. Is that kind of what you're leaning towards here? Is that, is that what they're theorizing all this stuff on?
1: Yeah, basically, I, I think there was a movie, a Jet Li movie back in the day, uh, The One, or or I forget what the name of it was, but they played with the idea of multi there being multiverses. And um in that one, they're actually saying that each person is connected to the other person in the multiverse. And uh, that one had played, that did some creative license with the idea of multiverses. But that's right. basically the idea is there's there's multiple theories on how a multiverse came to be or existed the idea one there's one idea that everything basically started from one universe or one string uh, impact point whatever you want to call it for string theory created a one universe but then every single possible outcome that could have happened in that timeline basically created other timelines and those are part of the parallel universes if you will so there's there's one for different timelines there's one for just saying that there's other other universes that are exactly the same as our universe except it's slightly different, um, whether, it, you know, just minor differences, just one little bitty difference. But that one little difference, depending on where it is in the timeline, could have had immense impact on what it is today. So the, the thing they're trying to test with the black hole uh, creating it it's only gonna. It's only going to exist for a very, very short period of time. Um, it's not gonna. It's not gonna like suck the entire planet into. a... It's not gonna create some anomaly, singularity, or whatnot. Um, it's. It creates a small black hole. The black hole uh, they're hoping will allow them to interact with the multiverse if it exists. They're going to try to make communication, and it will collapse and. I mean, there's there's no harm wouldn't done that, if you will.
0: Wouldn't that also depend on someone on the other side actually doing something similar? And, and like if you if you send a message through, it's like it's like making a telephone call. If if you it, like if I call you and you're not listening for your phone, well, then you're not going to know that I'm calling you. Sort of. So the, the idea is if there's
1: other multi, if there's a multiverse, um then it's likely that multiple universes have a Hedron Collider in the same location and they're doing research research, and then all of a sudden they see this crazy anomaly pop up. They are able to get information from it. And so it's possible we'll be able to connect with at least one. Because, I mean, we're we're talking like um, trillions on trillions on trillions on trillions of of different possibilities for a multiverse. So the, the chances of having one advanced enough to, um, respond is like, you're, you're looking at an infinite number of possibilities. So if they do this and there is a multiverse and it's, and it it does actually transmit information across, then yeah, somebody's going to hear it. And yeah, we'll probably get a response, uh, at some point if we have the technology to see the response. Interesting. And when are they supposed to do also i i don't know the the actual dates and everything that they're doing this soon uh, is all i know and they're also um uh fun thing about it is is you could also create a, an entire conspiracy theory around it saying we do this and it's the end of the world because it's some crazy nazi planet earth that's gone completely fascist and wants to rule the universe and you know they could try to you know step creative portals through dimensions or whatever and come take over our planet too you know i mean you could create some crazy conspiracy theories with this one so
0: you could you could and, and i would argue that one's probably closer to reality than what, what you might think but uh anyway we are out of time this morning bruce we're gonna have to leave that one as it is thank you for sitting down this morning thank you to all the listeners for all these stopping some more please check us out later on this afternoon and i hope everyone has a great morning